Welcome to a message from Oasis Church. For more information about Oasis Church and how you can get connected, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy the message. Well, the, the Lord has put it on my heart to um, teach a little bit. Of course, it's a vast subject, but God, I know you already know this, but God is a God of increase. And you know what? God wants you to increase in every area of your life. There is nothing. We We don't serve a God of decrease. God... In His covenant with us through Lord Jesus, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we have a covenant of increase, not decrease, not staying the same. Prosperity is all about what? Moving forward. It's about movement. We are to constantly be moving forward. You know, the Bible says the Lord is my shepherd. Very personal. You know, any, anybody can say, well, the Lord is, it, Lord is it, Lord's a good shepherd. But is, is He your shepherd? Right. He has to be your shepherd. Right. You know, I, I can quote, you know, let's, let's just say, I can quote scriptures and, and chapters, but is it personal? Saints, that's the key to unlocking the prosperity of the Lord for you in your life. Make it personal. Get, make it personal. Other words, when you, when you say Psalm, Psalm uh, 23, verse 1, David says, the Lord is my shepherd. He's allowing the Lord to be his shepherd. It's more than just quoting the scripture. It's getting to know him. It's spending time in prayer. It's spending time in the word. It's spending time in his presence. Getting to know him. Yeah. See, this is where a lot of people miss it. They, have, they think they, they have a mental agreement up here, but it's never dropped down in here. Saints, everything we get in this life has to come through here. It's the heart. It has to be of faith. That's the reason why God, I mean, in the New Testament, the blessing already belongs to us. We are the blessed. The Bible Bible says we are accepted in the beloved. The word accepted means highly favored. We're not trying to get it. We got it. We are high, and God sees you as highly favored, but you have to do your part. If it's all up to God, we'd all be prosperous in every single area of our lives. But we have a part, and we're going to look into this. We serve a God, a God of increase, and let's get into this. Hallelujah. Let's go, let's start with uh, John chapter 10, verse 10. Very familiar. Hallelujah. John 10, verse 10. 
And it says, the thief, <clears throat> the thief does not come except to steal. Isn't that interesting? The very first thing he wants to do is steal. Steal the word. If he can get the word out of you, guess what? And he can do the rest of this. To steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Now let me read out the, the Amplified Bible. It says, the Amplified Bible says, The thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I come that you may have and enjoy life. You get that? Jesus said, I've come that you may have and enjoy life. Now, that life is Zoe. It's the God kind of life. And yes, that means here on this earth. Not, not when you get to heaven. Of course, in heaven, obviously, you will have the full inheritance because you have a glorified body. But on this earth, God still wants you to have an abundant life. and He wants you to enjoy life, enjoy your salvation. I run across too many people, no one in this church, you don't need to look around, they're not enjoying life. They're not enjoying your salvation. It's there. It's been provided for. The price has been paid. Amen. And it goes on to say, an Amplified Bible, and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. He wants your cup running over. That's the way God thinks. So what I'm trying to get across in this message is get it in your mind. God, God wants you to prosper. He wants your cup overflowing. He wants it to the full. He wants you, your life full of joy, abundant joy, abundant peace, the fruit of the Spirit abounding in your life. That sounds like a good time. It doesn't like a depressed time. It's a good time. That, saints, I'm telling you, to, if you allow the circumstances to talk to you, you allow the circumstances to, to, to dictate to you, you won't have it because you're looking at the wrong place. You've got to continue to look to Jesus, continue to work, look to the Word. He wants you to have a life that's full of, and full of abundance. The life of God in your life overflowing in abundance. You know, when God, when, when the Lord told, told um, to Peter to launch out into the deep, actually, he said, let me, let me back this up. He told Peter to, to launch out into the deep for a catch. Remember that story in Luke chapter 5? Peter had no idea what he was going, what was coming up. Now just think a minute. Yeah, Peter lent, or Jesus used Peter's boat, and we call it, you know, and we do, and it is true, it, definitely what it is, it's seed time and harvest, right? So Jesus used Peter's boat, 
And then, then Jesus turns around and says, Peter, launch out into the deep for a catch. And, of course, Peter says, okay, well, we worked all night, la, 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 la. But nevertheless, according to your word, I will launch out, I will let down the net. Okay? God loads the guy's boat to the full. Peter wasn't expecting that. Now, you can say what you want. He was not expecting that. Even though he just did seed time and harvest, Jesus said, it's harvest time. Now, I want you to do something. He had to go out there. God is so good. He loads his boat. See, that is unexpected favor, unexpected surprise. Peter was not expecting that. Could you imagine what God's thinking about? How God sees it from his point of view? I'm going to load his boat. I'm going to fill that boat up so full, it's going to start to sink. That's how God thinks about you. He wants to fill your boat up so full, your life, your, your, whatever you're doing, your, whatever you put your hands to, He wants to overload you so much that the blessing is starting to sink your boat. That's how God thinks. He loves to surprise you. He loves to shower down His gifts, His blessing upon you. Saints, you qualify because you're covenant with Him. Not only does He load, loads up His boat, but He loads up another boat. See, that's over and above. Well, if I, if I had faith, I would have been expecting. Oh, you don't even have a boat. Come on. You think, you know, sometimes we think we know it all. God wants to, it's like something, the confession about gifts and surprises. God's into that. I said God's into that. He loves to see your expression. Just like a father, like a, like a father showering gifts on his, on, his, on his children. Isn't that great joy? Doesn't it bring you great joy to do that to your own kids? How much more our Father in heaven who loves to shower down gifts on you, just to watch you. What happened here? What did I do to deserve this? God made that blessing to fall on you. It's not because of your goodness. You're just in covenant with Him. And He has showered down His goodness on you because He's mindful of you. Which takes us to the next scripture. Turn with me to... Psalms 115, God is the God of increase, and it's not a little dab. He wants to shower down on you continuously. And the good thing of it, saints, we qualify. Not because of anything we did, but you qualify because of the covenant we have with God through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We have a covenant pack with Him. He wants to bless. He's in the blessing. 
I'm not, listen, you may say, well, Pastor Chuck, I'm not there yet. I, I don't, I, I can't seem to get, listen, you just stay on the path. Continue to follow the good shepherd. The blessing, listen, the Bible says, goodness and mercy shall follow you, David said. In other words, goodness and mercy is in hot pursuit of you. If you will stay on the path and allow Jesus to shepherd you, you that goodness, that grace, that favor will overtake you. Because Jesus, the good shepherd, is the provider. He goes in front of you. The provision has been made. Actually, before the foundations of the world, the provision has been made. If, the big word is if, if you allow him to shepherd you. Because you can't do it. He doesn't want you doing it. So that's what a lot of people get into problem. They try to work the system, but it's the earth system. They'll try to put in 50, 60, 80 hours a week working the system, and God has a better system. It's called seed time harvest. Now, Peter, we may go, go to Luke chapter 5. Peter gets, gets an instant harvest. He'll, he'll, he, 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 I mean, you talk about good ground. You, you, when, when, when Peter Lent gave his boat for the ministry of Jesus, honey, that's good ground. That's a hundredfold plus. And as soon as Jesus was finished teaching, Peter, launch out. It's time to collect your harvest. Peter, I mean, what? that's goodness of God. Most of the time, we don't get a suddenlies. I'm not, no, I shouldn't say most of the time, but there is always a harvest. It's like Pastor Mark said, if you don't think, it's there. I said, it's there. But there's certain things you get to let happen. You have to allow to happen. You have to do your part. Amen. So in Psalms 115, it says, um, let's start in verse 9. It says, O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Verse 12, the Lord has been mindful of us. Now stop right there. I got that highlighted. This is, this is rich. He is mindful of us. That means he is mindful of you. Think about that. I think a lot of times we, we I think we we don't realize how great God is. This God who created this universe 
And they say, I mean, I mean, if this Webb telescope, they're finding new, new discoveries all the time. And the sad thing is most of these scientists are atheists. They don't even believe in God. I, 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 you know, I don't even understand it. But they're, they're finding this universe more discoveries all the time. And there are, some of them are even saying, you know, how true this is, it doesn't really matter to me, but they're saying that this universe is expanding they believe now faster than the speed of light. And now it doesn't matter to me, but I'm not surprised. God's God. I mean, he created all this. I don't know how many times we've come into church, we, we watched, of course, now it's dark. But before the time changed, we'd, we'd, we'd see the sunset. And some of the sky, the sky was beautiful. The sunset, the colors and the... Just yesterday or day before yesterday, the sun was sitting in our backyard, and it's like, man, look at that. That is awesome. That's Dad. That's our Father God. He's the one that He's mindful of you. He's taking the time. You're on His mind 24-7. So there's no need to be depressed. There's no need to get down. He knows what you're in need of. He knows your very need, and He has provided for that need. He's mindful, and He has provided for you provisions. Mindful. Have you ever come up to, has anyone ever come up to you and said, Man, I've been thinking about you? You know, you've just been on my heart. I've been praying for you. I just, don't that make you feel good? I mean, Someone's interceding for you. You know, you need help financially in your health, whatever it may be. And they're, and they're thinking about you. Well, God is thinking about you. There's been times I'll be mowing the yard and, and sweating, working hard. Joanne come out with the cold glass of water. And sometimes cold Mountain Dew. Why would she do that? Because she's thinking about me. She's mindful of me. My strong husband is out there working. He's out there flexing his muscles. That's I got to keep my shirt on all times. I'm in the neighborhood. I don't want to see the ladies look at my muscles and my. I got to play it safe. But she's mindful of me. That blesses me. Stuff like that. God, the creator of this universe, is mindful of us. He's thinking about you, what you're going through. Saints, listen, and we're going to get into this. I just going to drive this across to you. You're not isolated. You're not alone. He put the greater one on the inside of you. The very, the very Spirit of God living on the inside of you, hovering on the inside of you, the very presence of God's in you, to remind you He's thinking about you. The Holy Spirit has a ministry. It's all about you. It's, he's there to help you, to put you over, to give you a success, to make you a success. See, God is the one. See, Paul said, one plants, one waters. But God, it's God who gives the increase. 
the one who plants, the one who waters, but God, he's the one that gets the credit. He's the one that makes you to prosper. He's the one that gives you the, gives the blessing, the empowerment for you to prosper. Thank God. And it goes on to say in verse, let's see, verse 12, it says the Lord, <coughs> excuse me, and the Lord <coughs> has been mindful of us. And it says he will, he will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who reverence, who fear the Lord, both small and great. Verse 14. <clears throat> May the Lord... I don't like that. I got this written down. That the uh, King James says it better. King James says, The Lord shall increase. Who's doing the increasing? The Lord shall increase you. Not less, but more and more. Now, that word more and more, it really means a continuous motion. When you're following the good shepherd, there's always more. There is no such thing as not anymore. There's always more. God saves the best to last. He doesn't serve the dessert first. You following Jesus, I mean, it's more. The next day, it's more. The next day, it's more. It's more. It's more. He never stops. It's continuous. He, he is thinking of you day and night. That's the love of God, His goodness, His mercy. So, you know, you got the shepherd in front of you. He's always leading you. He is, in other words, your path for your life, the good shepherd's in front of you, guiding you on your path, providing all the provisions you will ever need on this earth in your lifetime. It's all provided. He is mindful. He is mindful of you. I'm going to keep saying it because I want to drill this into your mind. He is mindful of you. He wants you to have the more and the more and the more. Do you think that God gets tired of blessing you? <coughs> Does God ever say, well, you know, I blessed him enough. I'm just going to hold off a little bit. He can't stop it. He's, God is love. He can't stop. He gave His very best <coughs> for you. Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> but notice back up in verse 9. <coughs> it says, well, actually back it up. Notice what it says. O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is our help. And he is our shield. Verse 10, he talks about the, 
the house of Aaron. Trust in the Lord. Verse, verse 11 says, you who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. What's it talking about? He's talking about covenant people. He's talking about you. We're in covenant. It's a covenant thing. It's a covenant of increase. The world cannot tap in on this. It is only for covenant. Since we're in Christ Jesus, we are, we are the, the blessings of Abraham are ours. We are heirs to the, to the promise. They belong to us. Our part, and we're going to get to that, we do have a part in this. It's not like, you know, we can sit around and say, well, I guess the blessing, the blessing's on me. I guess, I guess I, I just lay back and do nothing. No, you have a part in this. If it was all, if it was all God, we, we, you know, we'd all have it made, wouldn't we? There'd be no fight, right? But there is a fight. There is a fight of faith. Turn with me to Psalm 35. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Psalm 35. Let's look. As, now we're going to start looking at our part. Like I said, there's no way I'm going to get through all this. This is probably a two, three, four parter to get through all this. <coughs> um, actually, I didn't want to go there just yet. Turn with me to Genesis, Genesis, Genesis chapter 12. Then we'll go, you can hold your spot there. <coughs> Genesis 12 first. <coughs> I got a tickle. Genesis 12 verse 1. Now the Lord has said to Abram, Get out of your country from your family, from your father's house to a land that I will show you. So this is Abram's part, right? <clears throat> he has to be obedient to the Lord. <clears throat> this is what the Lord told him to do. <clears throat> now, verse 2, I'm going to read out of the Amplified Bible. Um, it says, <clears throat> verse 2, Genesis 12, 2, it says, the Amplified Bible says, I will bless you with abundance of increase of favors and make your name famous and distinguished. And you will be a blessing, dispensing good to others. I'm going to back up a little bit. And it says, with abundance, increase of favors. That is God. God wants to give you, not just Abraham, but you increase in favors. Other words, saints, listen. One favor of God in your life can equal years upon years of work at, at your workplace. Actually, one favor could equal 50 years in your workplace. 
His favor, it says increasing in your life. God wants to increase His That's His heart. So, you know, a lot of times we say, oh, that's just for, that's just for Abraham. No, that's for covenant people. We're, we get in on this. I praise God that everything God promised Abraham is also for us. Increased favors. You need to expect increased favors in your life. Why? Because Jesus had paid the price. You need to expect. That's the reason why, what was it, Oral Roberts? Some or Roberts or Rex Sunbar, good something good is going to happen to you today. Expect something good. Why? Because God loves to bless. He's looking for avenues, ways to pour out that blessing on you. But we have a part to play, and we're going to get into that. Turn with me to Psalm thirty-five. Psalm 35, hallelujah. <clears throat> 27, it says, Let them shout for joy and be glad who favor my righteous cause. Now, before I go any further, there's three, I got in my Bible, there's three words that stick out to me. And I got them, I got them underlined. And, that, and as, I know it seems a little strange, but it's the word let. L-E-T, let. You find that word three times in this verse. Now that let is your part. You have to let this happen. God has provided you blessing. He has provided you favor. But you have to allow this to happen. It says, let them... Come on, that's you and me. Let them shout for joy and be glad. Now this shout, this this word shout does not mean praise you, Jesus. Let me give a good shout out here. Hope no one hears this. No, it's a screeching shout. It is a shout that's that you're 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 the point of, of screaming it. Now, now someone, I just hear someone say this right now. Well, Pastor, it doesn't really matter how loud you shout. God just looks at faith. Well, yeah, I know God looks, obviously, it has to be of faith. But God says to shout. And if you're telling me I don't have to shout, then someone, someone forgot to tell God. He just said to shout. This is our part. If you really believe that you received whatever you prayed for, you should be shouting. You should be having an expectancy. You should have, I mean, you should be so full of expectancy. Man, you're just shouting. The shout is always before. The shout I mean, it's throughout the Bible. The shout of faith always goes before 
the fall of the walls come tumbling down. The shout has to be given. They were to shout. What if they didn't? Let's think about this. Now, we all know about the, the Jericho walls, how they marched around and they gave the shout of faith, and the walls came tumbling down. But what if they wouldn't have shouted? So, God is always looking for a response. That's the reason why you have to respond. It's called mixing of the faith, mixing faith with the word. God told Peter to launch out into the deep. Peter had to do his part. He had to let down the net. He had to what? Let down the net. God is always looking for a response. Why? Because it has to be a faith. There's another time God said, or the Lord, God said, the Lord said, cast your net on the right side of the boat. Now, what has that got to do with it? That's not how he did it last time. Last time we had to go into the deep. Let's do that. We had good results. No, you don't do God's part. God didn't tell you to go into the deep this time. That's how we do it. Now, you can't argue with us. We had two boatloads. Now, see how we get caught in a rut? Well, God blessed this person because they did this. Huh, I'll try it. No, God didn't tell you to do that. Well, I'm going to give my car away because he gave his car away, got a new one. I'm going to give my car away. I'll get the same results. No, you're going to be doing a lot of walking. If God did not tell you to do that, don't do that. He said, throw the net on the right side of the boat. Guess what they had to do? They had to cast the net on the right. Now, why? Because God wanted, it has to be a faith. God gave them a command, a, a rhema word. By the action of their faith, it released that dunamis power. When, 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 the Lord gave Peter the rhema word to go out into the deep. Peter had to go out into the deep and he had to let down the net. If he wouldn't have, if he wouldn't have let down the net, listen to me, there would not have been any catch, but the fish would have been waiting. The provision, listen to me, the provision is there but you have to let the net down. Whatever the Lord told you to do, you have to let that happen. The second time, I want you to let the net down on the right side of the boat. That's a rhema word to release dunamis. 
Because faith has to be coming out of you. It's the mixing of faith with the Word. It causes a release. See, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or think according to the power that's working in us. It's working. So when God gives you a command, when you obey it by faith, it releases what God has put in you. It's according to faith. It's what releases dunamis power. So when, when God wants to bless you, He'll have you to do something. Other words, it has to come through you. Faith is of the heart, your heart. You have to have faith. You have to mix your faith. It's the mixing of faith. Is it making sense? Where am I at? Oh, it says, Let them shout for joy and be glad who favor my righteous cause. Let them say continually. Huh. But, but I don't have my breakthrough yet. Continually. But what for? I don't have, I don't see nothing. Continually. Saints, listen, if you do your part, God's looking for you to do your part. It releases power. He's looking to and fall. He's looking to bless. He's looking for avenues to release. See, even though the spiritual blessing, He's already blessed us with all spiritual blessings in Christ in heavenly places. I mean, it's already there. It's in, it's in you. The inheritance is in you. It's in Christ. Where's Christ at? Christ in you. He's in you. The hope of glory. The inheritance is where? In you. But in order to release that inheritance, there has to be a faith action. So when we let, when we do our part, when we give a shout of faith, when we, when we, we, continually do this when we it says when we favor his righteous cause and we we'd say this and, and, and as it goes on to say and let them say continually let the lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants it says let Saints, that's something we have to do. We have to allow God to be God. In other words, we let Him be who He is. Power is released. Just like it was for Peter. Just like it would be for you. But we have to allow, we have to let this happen. Then God can do His part. And that gives, that is the increase that we all want in our lives. God's in the increase. He wants to increase you in every facet, every area of your life. He wants to pour and pour and pour more and more and more. That's who He is. He's a God of more. 
and more. And more. The point is, we have to renew our minds through the Word to find out His perfect will. Turn with me. I said, I'm going to go to. Um, let's go to um, Galatians chapter 4. I'm telling you, there's something about a shout. When you can, when we give that shout of faith, when we shout to the Lord, when we, Ephesians, no, Galatians chapter, let's see here, chapter 4, I want to go to, I think I want to go to verse 28. So we serve, saints, we, I know I'm, I sound like I'm in a tailspin here, but God wants to increase you. The price has been paid. All we have to do is do our part. It's like a, we're playing out a play here. But our part, if we don't do our part, we're not allowing Him to be who He wants to be. And that's where I believe we rob God of what He wants to do in our lives. We, we rob Him of blessing us because we're not doing our part. Our part is just do what He says to do. Whatever He says to do, do it. Now it says, verse 28, it says, Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, as Isaac was, are children of promise. Isaac as you remember, was conceived supernaturally. It was a supernatural thing God did for Abraham and Sarah. Likewise, we, are, we were born again. It was a supernatural event. Born of God. It was a, a, a work that God did. It was God did it. He did it. We had nothing to do with it other than just to receive it. It was all supernatural. Now, notice that, notice this, it says, Now, today, now, we, brethren, he's writing to the church, he's talking about us, brethren, as Isaac was, are, he's talking about you and I, are children of promise. That's you and I. Now, Chapter 3, verse 29, it says, if you look back on chapter 3, it says, And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to what? The promise. You are heirs to the promise. In other words, heirs to favor. The same favor that God put on Moses, that Abraham, is on you. Favor upon favor upon favor. God has blessed us. We are born supernaturally. We have, listen, well, Pastor Chuck, it's going to take a lot to break, break this. I need breakthrough. It's going to take a lot. Well, honey, you were born supernatural. You're not of this world. You're in another kingdom now. You're of God. You have supernatural faith on the inside of you. The game has changed. 
You're now in another, another whole another realm. You're in an arena of faith. Anything's possible now. All things are possible to him who believes. It is possible. I don't care what you're looking at. I don't care how barren it looks. It is possible. It doesn't matter. So what we gotta do? You gotta let it happen. Look at back, look, look up, go back to verse 28. Go up one verse. Verse 27. For it is written. Now he's referring back to Isaiah 54. But this is written to the church, but he is referring back to it is written. He's referring back to Isaiah 54. This is what God told Sarah before, before she had the breakthrough, before she had Isaac. This is what God told Sarah to say, and this is what God is telling you to say. You have anything barren in your life? Is there anything in your life that's not producing? He's telling you to do something here. He's saying, rejoice. Did we just read Psalm 35, 27? It says, shout to the Lord. What? God takes pleasure in your prosperity. He wants you to prosper. He wants you to go over. He doesn't want you staying the same. Well, oh, I'm the same as I was last year and the year before that, 20 years. God wants you to change. There, I'm not saying it's going to be overnight. Sometimes it does. It does. Sometimes it does because, you know, you remember Kenneth Hagin just tells his story. He, he would teach prosperity and be flat broke. Okay, so you may not be there, but you just keep trucking. You keep moving down that path of prosperity. It will come. God is not a liar. He, he is faithful. He is trustful. He is faithful to His Word. He's saying here, Rejoice! You got something barren, something... Listen, that word prosperity, and, and we I'm getting all excited here. Psalm 35, 25. Psalm 35, 27. That word prosperity is the word shalom. Shalom. It, it has... A, it means wholeness. It means completeness. God wants you prosperous, complete in every area of your life. There should not... Don't be, don't be satisfied. I mean, I got, got. Don't be satisfied where you're at. Just keep moving. <clears throat> Notice what it says. <clears throat> it says, "Rejoice, O barren." Yeah, you may be barren, but not for long. Rejoice, O barren, you who, who, who do not bear, break forth. How are you going to break forth? Break forth with what? With a shout. You're going to have to get, get radical. You're going to break forth with a shout. Why? Because Jesus already provided for you. You can expect a breakthrough because of what He did on Calvary. So you can expect. It says, and I got this in the... Um, The, the living, not the living Bible, the translate, the Passion Bible says, break through, get this, break through with shouts of joy and jubilee, for you're about to give birth. 
So you're breaking through with shouts of jubilee. Shouts mean you're not quiet about it. You're shouting because you're expecting. You're releasing faith. In other words, what are you doing? You're allowing this to happen for you, your life, your path that you're on. But you're going to get radical about this. Don't be satisfied where you're at. Paul said one, and he said, I, I've learned to live independently of the circumstances. You're going, to be, you're going to live independent of it. No matter what you're facing, you're going to live independent, what you're seeing, what you're feeling, and all that, the natural, and get in what the Word says and live it supernaturally through the Word of God. But there is a natural part to play in this, and that's you speaking, and that's you shouting. That's getting radical. Well, I just thought it would happen. It will happen if you do your part. See, the goodness of God, he, His goodness, His mercy. I mean, God, God doesn't need to take a break. God's not, He doesn't, listen, he, he's, he's, he's mindful of you 24-7. He's waiting for you to do what He said. If you're barren in any life, find the Scriptures. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You find those Scriptures and you get them in your heart and you, keep, and you confess them, you, you, you meditate in it, you get that Word in you and, in you, and you start releasing that Word. Come on, you start releasing that word. And there ought to be some shouts. You ought to be shouting. If, you're, if you go home, listen to me, if you go home and for the, well, yeah, I'll shout. It's, it's, you know it's Thanksgiving coming up. I always give a good shout. You're to do this continuously. If, you're, if you are really expecting God, Expect he's expecting you to give a shout. Get serious about it. Don't 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 just be satisfied with with the status quo. You know, well, hallelujah. You know, and I had to shake myself. Hey, hey, six months ago, I don't know. We were talking, and I I had to, I had to kind of watch myself because you get comfortable. Everything's going good. Everything's pretty good. And you get comfortable. And you don't, and you, and, and, you, and the, the thanking part. God wants you to think big. I say God wants you to think big. And here I am, I'm comfortable. What happened to my big thinking? What, I just shake myself loose from that. I mean, God wants you to think big because well, He wants to do big things for you. I got to quit. I'm sorry, I'm running over. But God wants to bless. He wants to bless. He wants your boat full, sinking. God wants to, He's done. We just got to do our part. That concludes today's message. For more information about Oasis Church, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening.